Welcome to the Wrestler of Faith Podcast. Your name is Rick Davis. Your name is Michael Davis. And I want to I want to try to have this conversation with a civilized person. And I consider you consider you to be a well thought out civilized person. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I can you reach your phone right now? Yes. And I, I think his name's Miles Jordan. Can you look it up? And I'm going to vamp while you do that. I, I, I want to have a conversation with you over the last week and a half, almost two weeks of WWE. There is an, uh, an NXT wrestler who wrestled by the name of ACH and Ring of Honor who agreed, who agreed to a t-shirt, uh, allegedly, I'm going to use that word, okay. le- allegedly, that he's an African-American performer and the shirt is racist. Jordan Miles. Jordan Miles. Jordan Miles. I got it flipped over. Jordan Miles. But used to be ACH and Ring of Honor. So he, he lost his crap that WWE put out this racist t-shirt and started going on and on about how the management of WWE is racist started calling out other African American performers for selling out he just he kind of had this huge meltdown and then out of nowhere out of nowhere there's this press release from WWE saying uh, Jordan Miles agreed to the shirt so let me ask you a question I want you to talk this through with me because I think there I think there is a possibility that he can be right on both both fronts and I want you to talk this through with me do you feel it's all a poss- it, it is at all possible that they brought this design to him and he's sitting there thinking there's no way that this is true there's no way they're going to put this out and then said alright if they're going to do it I'm going to let them do it so I can call them all out on their crap like you just see something bad, playing you, the long game, and you, you're playing the long game. You want to expose it, right? Yeah. You feel at all that's possible? Most likely, yeah. That could have been what he was thinking. It could have been they changed it a little bit, like it looked one way when it was presented, and then they changed it a little bit. Yeah. So I'm I'm not going to use a racist term, but there were statues for a while that were blackface statues with really big red lips and big white teeth, right? Mm-hmm. So, the the way that his name was formed in the logo made it look like a, the big red lips and the white teeth, right? That's what the shirt logo looked like, but it was his name. And I was, so there was this big backlash, right? Yeah. And it was, well, if it, if, if it was racist, then... Why would he allow them? Why would he give them approval for putting it out? I really think, would you be that gutsy on something? It's like, are you going to go this way? I'm going to let you go that way and then expose you. I feel like it depends on how big it is. Like that, I feel, is big enough to be like, yeah, I'll just call you out on it. I'll let you... I'll let you put it out and be like, yo, this was their idea and they're being very
race. This image is very racist. Allegedly racist. Allegedly, this is very racist. You gotta use that magic word, Jim allegedly. Rome. Jim Rome taught me that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, okay, you're presented with it, right? If it's something that is allegedly very offensive towards either a certain group of people or you, you're gonna play the long game and be like, okay, you can put it out there. And secretly, at when it's put out there, be like, okay, they designed this. I'm exposing them. Yeah. I just, that's been bothering me this week because it, it was the big, huge backlash. If he really felt this way, why would he let them produce a shirt? Why would he give them the okay? And I really do think, I really do feel that there is an alleged possibility that he maybe could have, might have said, okay. Did it, yeah. Let's go. Let's go there. But then, it was crazy. Then he just went off on Twitter. And he called out Jay Lethal. He, he, there was just a lot of other African-American performers that he started calling out. And it was like, okay, what's the end game on this deal? You know, where, where is he trying to get? And then finally, I'm going to tell you who my favorite human being on earth is right now. It's, um, it's, um, oh my gracious. I want, I want to throw some love and I can't think of his name right now. Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil. Oh my gracious, I'm sorry. Titus O'Neil kind of had just a really calm text. It, it wasn't threatening. It's like, hey, you, if you're going to fight for the culture, you don't pull down the culture. Yeah. And I was like, I love this guy. I love Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil, he's, he's an outreach speaker, right? He's a speaker he's like a that. Public speak, a public, public speaker. speaker. Yeah. He, that, he's made Motivational for that. speaker. Motivational speaker, yeah, yeah. He's made for that. He's just like, when you need, when you don't know what to do, I would go to him, you know? Just yeah. like, I'm really lost right now, dude, or this horrible thing's been happening. What to do? Or if I need to get put in my place... And Titus O'Neil would be the guy that would do it effectively. Absolutely. So, I I just, it kind of knocked me off kilter. But, can we talk for a minute? Yeah. And and don't forget the word allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. This is not allegedly. Kofi Kingston was the first ever African-American WWE champion. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. In 2018, is the first ever African American mm-hmm. World Heavyweight Champion, and it's not because there wasn't qualified participants. Uh, we're talking about an atmosphere that had Ernie Ladd, that had Bobo Brazil, that had the Junkyard Dog, that had Tony Atlas, that had Rocky Johnson. Bobby Lashley. That, uh, that has Bobby Lashley. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley was there years ago. Bobby Lashley is that make a person. And he's he's and he if he's anything, he's got the WWE look too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. In that one match versus the Millionaire Bash. Yeah. He was he was Vince's Right? No, he was no, Donald Trump's. No, he was Donald Trump's guy. He was Donald Trump's guy. Yeah, but but it's decades upon decades of 
qualified people that walked through the doors, qualified people that were there, that didn't get a that didn't get a shot. When JYD was there, Junkyard Dog was in the main event on the B shows, while that Hulk was running other towns in the A shows. Yeah. They admitted that he was good. That he they put him in a main event position, but he never had the belt. And yeah, so you kind of look at that, and then out of nowhere, because this is this drives this has been driving me crazy. Kofi Kingston in the first episode of Fox SmackDown loses the belt in seconds. Dude literally jumps on Brock Lesnar's shoulders for the F five and it gets pinned. I know. I, I think he did. You think? I, I think he allegedly did that on purpose. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. But then, what has happened since? Has Kofi demanded his rematch? No. Has Kofi appeared to even care? No. No. Now that Woodsy is hurt, he's Big East hiking partner. To, I believe, quote Kofi Kingston in a backstage promo skit with Heavy Machinery, he's okay because of the power of positivity. But... (laughs) But he shouldn't be okay. No, yeah. He really should not be okay. So let's push let's push this conversation and this environment a little bit further. Let's talk about last week's SmackDown. Lacey Evans had a match against local talent, an African American lady. Okay? So here's the imagery while the controversy's going on. Okay? While the t-shirt while the t-shirt controversy is going on, Lacey Evans, a blonde-haired, blue-eyed Southern girl, white, yeah. gets in the ring and calls an African American girl a dirty nasty, and rolls out of the ring and refuses to fight her, and is walking around the ring at the eight count when the person has their back to her. Runs back in the ring, punches her from behind, and pins her. Now, you have this, a you yeah. have a different feeling about this than I do. So share your feeling. I think it's a wrong place, wrong time scenario. Because Lacey Evans' catchphrase is calling everyone nasties. You nasty. Yeah. That's what she calls people. And she's a heel, and that's what she calls people. I think it's just she did very heel actions, and that was just the person it was. It was a wrong place wrong time scenario they could have done it any other time period anybody would have been like that's just Lacey Evans being healed but it's in the mix of all the shirt dilemma so everyone's like you are comparing it to that well it's me I'm the one it's yeah. it's not allegedly I'm the guy okay. I'm the guy that's doing it but and so if they want to do that angle with all that controversy swirling around and here I am I'm about to contradict myself there's so many other light-skinned people that they could have done that with and not had and not given the visual illusion that had the possibility of allegedly feeding that stereotype. Yeah. You know? It's unique. It's very unique. And I I'm gonna be that guy for a second. Bobby Lashley is another example of what we're talking about. Bobby Lashley, MMA fighter, he has the WWE look. Mm-hmm. And 
he's stuck in this garbage storyline. Uh, not no, not even alleged garbage. It's this is the worst storyline ever. The uh, the. Leo, stealing, Lola stealing, and Rusev. stealing Rusev's wife, Angle, and he's stuck in that, and he's not in a main event picture, going for the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title, or, or God forbid. I mean, I would have loved to see Bobby Lashley versus um, uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, but no, <laughs> I just I. It's it's a little bit. It kind of makes me stop and kind of say, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Because now here's the other end. I'm gonna be fair. I'm fair and balanced. We're gonna be Fox News right now. Fox. Fair and balanced. Fair and balanced. WWE is busting down doors on some equality things. They they made a huge step at Crown Jewel, and they had two female performers perform in Saudi Arabia something that has never been done because of Saudi Arabia restrictions and they did do it in the allegedly allegedly yeah and they did do it in the most polite way possible they had the full body suits and they had the, up to their neck covered and they had a shirt on they had their shirt on it, they were very respectful that was that got they had full body suits on and a t-shirt they did everything possible, but they showed Saudi Arabian women there's a place. Yeah. They they kicked out a huge door. They the WWE as far as f- uh, feminine equality. What's the words there, Ricky? You're you're feminism. woke. Feminism. Feminism is b- busting doors down. I'm all for it. They Su- Susan Coleman. The things that they do for be a star. Uh, the Connors Cure, WWE's busting, but they do a lot of good stuff. But there's still, I mean, there's still this gray. It's not even a gray area. It's there's black and white area, and I, uh, no pun intended. I don't mean that the way it sounds, but well, not just that. Like with other issues too, like but go hit like it. uh Sony not yeah Sony Deville. They're, I think that they're handling that very well. Do yeah. you disagree? Well, I just think they're just pushing her down to mid card. <laughs> it's just, it's just. She a doesn't have a place. Issue. Yeah, they're just like here. You'll do one or two basketball skits. And she's and, not and really and on she's TV. She's not visible. Yeah. Did uh, Mandy Rose lose to Nikki Cross? Yes. Okay, so that's why Sonya Deville didn't fight. I was getting ready to say they didn't even let her fight. They put Mandy Rose out there, but they, they Sonya Deville did. I'm going to tell you, she's good. Mm-hmm. She's a good performer. It's not her fault. She's not Charlotte Becky, you know. Yeah. But she's a good performer. She deserves an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there is does that exist? Too in any other way in WWE? Am I forgetting people? I'm thinking. I'm it, sure there's more. I just can't think. Uh, of it's it. just WWE. Uh, not W. Uh, AEW is just so. Hey, look at us about it that it kind of fades it out. Yeah. Yeah, with Nyla Rose and Sonny Kiss. Mm-hmm. 
and I still need to watch AEW Dark because Sonny, the the tag team that I did not know I wanted wrestled, <laughs> the Dustin Runnels and Sonny Kiss. Uh, that that is the tag team I never knew I wanted. <laughs> but, but so you're right. There's other areas that it's still kind of tripping around, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but but then, but but I but let's still be fair, okay? How do you do that and not make it a gimmick? Because we've talked about this on the podcast. I would say it's almost worse to make it a gimmick than to give it a spotlight. Does, no, does yeah. that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so how do you do it without making a gimmick? Because all due respect, and I love this I love this performer, and I'm glad that he has a spot. But Sonny Kiss is walking the tightrope of being a gimmick. Well, yeah. Disagree with me, please, because you should, if you think. But you, you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. He's, Sonny Kiss is expressing himself. It, yeah. will, it may appear as a gimmick, but it's just Sonny Kiss being... It's, it's this Sonny Kiss being himself 100% in the ring. And that's not a gimmick. That's not a gimmick. That's fair. That is a fair thing. So, it's like I I they lost a huge chance. They lost a huge chance. They were already doing big things with Darren Young. Mm-hmm. Darren Young was already like this repetitive tag team champion. But they but they could have done something huge with him. After he came out, and they didn't. He he almost disappeared. He it was he was like kind of swept underneath the carpet. Yeah. You know, yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was just because of the time period it was, and it was still a very sensitive topic. It's still a sensitive topic. It's still a sensitive topic. Yeah, but. It, there's a, but it is this whole atmosphere, and you know, and but here the other end of it too, like WWE's not real, and 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 people forget that, and I don't I don't think anybody handles the topic of racial or sexual equality well. I, there's a few shows that have predominant uh, LGBTQ characters, and it's. Even for them, it's almost pushing a borderline that it's a part of the gimmick. Yeah. Do you want to shift into Comics in Christ for a minute? Sure, let's go. So, what's her name? Kane? Carol? Carol Kane. Kate Kane. Kate Kane. Is, it's all, it's, look, I'm gay. With the, the whole blatant sexuality. She was in a bed with her girlfriend. And and you come back with me. Well, they they can do that in yeah. standard stuff. And, yeah. And my response back is, you're right. You're absolutely right. And they don't have to make heterosexuality blatant because it's blatant. So fair enough. But and then the one relationship that I think that they're handling right that is an image of LGBTQ is is uh, is Kara Danvers. No, Alex. Alex Danvers. Yeah, because they she's in a relationship with Jimmy Olsen's sister, and they have used the relationship as a plot point because she's distracted by her job, 
It's so like, like it's muse. It's not like over exemplified. But know? but it could also be a guy and a girl. Yeah. It could easily be a guy and a girl, and I think that I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's not, hey, this is a gay relationship. It that what they're doing with with uh, Danvers. What's your Alex Danvers? Yeah. That could e- have easily have been a guy and a girl, but there, but it's a part of the Batwoman scenario that she's always had to keep something hid. Wow, you know what? I don't agree with myself. I think that's strong. <laughs> I think that's really strong that she's always had to keep something hid. Now she's got to keep this new identity hid. Mm-hmm. All right, I disagree with myself. I think it's a strong storyline. Yeah. But it's still hard to maneuver, and some I think sometimes you have to be blatant about it until that it's normalized. Yeah. 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 And once the, you do something over and over again to like a huge extreme, you're just like you kind of get like okay, this is the norm now. Yeah. You know. And you have to push it that way. That's why, like Mixedish, I love that show. But and but have you ever seen a, a portrayed uh, mixed race family like like that? Well, no. Yeah, I can't think of any. Maybe the Jeffersons back in the day, you know. Yeah. But, um, but other than that, not really. You know, it's yeah. it's I love it's just normal. I I think it's cool. I don't know if we solved anything, but. <laughs> We expressed our opinions. We we expressed our opinions that, you know, it's kind of... Where I'm trying to get when we kind of verged off there is... I'm not trying to come down on WWE. Because it is a level of entertainment. And these things are hard to portray. And it's hard to portray it that way. So, it's just a long journey of finally doing it right. Uh, yeah. 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 All right, that's comics and Christ for this week. Wrestler. And wrestler, wrestler faith. Comics. Wrestler of comics of faith. Push things, but don't push. Push hard when you need to. Not push hard when you need to. And it, honestly, I was I meant to defend Jordan Miles. Yeah, he had he had all the right to do that. That was a very yeah inappropriate so push. Yeah, push. push hard. Oh my gracious. Have a week. <laughs>